the singing comes into the oh, we're thing. Doing, we're doing a transition, but no singing. No singing, no singing involved. In the transition today. Yeah, <laughs> there's that. Cannot be that. Hello. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Hi, this is a podcast. You, you just started listening to a podcast. This is, it's called Fuck, Hog, Kill. It's a horror podcast. Yes. So if you want to listen to something else, it's, this is time to go away. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. But if you want to listen to, to a horror podcast. Um, yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead. You can try. But there's going to be talk, some horror talking. Sit back. Relax. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> And what's your name? I, uh, my name, sorry, my name. <laughs> my name is Abby. I'm I am one of the hosts of the podcasts. Great. And my name is Maciej. I am the other host of the podcast. The lesser known. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> the the one that's not as liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. one you comment about, and and you're like, can we get less of that? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? <laughs> can we please stop talking about coming your pants? That's me. <laughs> well, we're here to to bring you what you've asked for. We're cancelling the podcast. We're cancelling the podcast. This is over. <laughs> you're never going to hear us again. Hope you're happy. Because we are. <laughs> no, the silence reigns forever. There's no podcast. There's no, no sound. There's, there's no talking. Yeah. There's, um, yeah. You know what? Let's reactivate the podcast. Okay, yeah. yeah I think we should. Back. You know what? We're doing, guys, we're doing a comeback. It's, it's a comeback this episode. This is our comeback episode. <laughs> Comeback episode of Fuck on Kale. Hope you're excited because mm-hmm. it's also a Christmas episode. Emphasis on the cum. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's what they said they didn't want. Fuck. They don't want the cum. Yeah. I would well, like to say no one's weird. actually given us feedback about all of the cum, so I think they like it. Who gave, who gave us feedback on no the cum? No one. Oh, no one. So maybe we're good. People are too afraid to talk about that. Mm, see, we're breaking boundaries. Yes. This is, <laughs> this and the stigma it. around cum. Exactly. Cum is normal. Um, uh-huh. how do we end the stigma uh, talk about it come your pants whenever you want to <laughs> just like forget about the social rules you know yeah we're breaking down social constructs and stuff and if somebody asks be proud of it <laughs> so yeah that's... yeah that's exactly what happened and I have no problem with that and then awkwardly like walk like a robot <laughs> away because it's very uncomfortable waddle away yeah <laughs> there's a lot of stigmas for, for men these days oh that's so really hard. hard to be a man very hard to be a literally. man literally oh so uh so hard Matcha. <laughs> cutting this out <laughs> no yes you have the power I do have the power. I don't. I, do I say cut this out and that's in an episode. And it never, it never, like it's every time. It's always me saying cut that out and you're the, going no and not cutting it out. And it's never cut out. Yeah. That's what you get for being the editor of the podcast, which is me and I edit what I want. You edit it? Well, kind of. I thought it was Jim Carrey editing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jim doesn't have the program that he needs. Like, I was talking with him on, on uh, Facebook and I was oh, like, yeah, okay. uh, he was like, uh, yeah, I'd love to, but, you know, I don't have that program installed. Can't afford it. <laughs> he, had, he had to pay for the remake of Sonic. He's <laughs> <laughs> the first person they called when they're like, hey, we, we can't go with that weird thing. People don't <laughs> like it. And he was like, oh, okay, here's a couple million dollars. Just, <laughs> Just make a new one. Fix it. Just fix it. Yeah. I can't be in a bad film. I'm Jim Carrey. Uh, yes. He never was in a bad film. Fun fact. No bad films from Jim Carrey. Uh, zero. Maybe. I haven't seen them all. 
Well, I've seen most of them. Oh. Uh, I haven't seen maybe three. What's your favorite Jim Carrey film? Well, it's The Mask. That's easy. What? That's such a surprise. Ask me what's my least favorite Jim Carrey film. What's your least favorite Jim Carrey film? Um... I thought you had an answer prepared. No, I don't have an answer prepared. Let's say... Well, he has a few bad ones. <laughs> me, Irene, and me. You just said that he me, didn't Irene have and any myself, battles. Sorry. Me, Irene, and myself. That's a pretty bad one. Um, Kick-Ass 2 was pretty bad. Oh, yeah, he's in that. Yeah. It's not his fault. He's pretty good in it. Oh, okay. Uh, he's pretty good in everything. Okay. He, he just always, makes bad decisions sometimes? Yeah, he always tries. Hmm. But sometimes... It's not that good. Ask but me that's what, okay, Jim. Ask me what my favorite Jim Carrey film is. Abby, what's your favorite Jim Carrey film? The Grinch. That's a wrong answer. No, it's not. I mean, so I, I like The Grinch. I like The Grinch. No one in my family likes The Grinch. Except you, my little brother. We were the right age for The Grinch when it came we out. We were. So, I, guess that, and yeah. I guess that has become... It's been a bit... Yeah. Yeah, I realized that. You know what The Grinch is? Great. Yes. And? Starring Jim Carrey. Yes. I'll take over now. And it's a, it's a Christmas film. You're right. It is a Christmas film. And you know what's what's happening soon? Well, it's happening right now. No, but you know what's happening soon? What's happening soon? Christmas. No, that's right now. Oh. That's, it's happening right now when you're listening to this podcast. It's now Christmas. Well, no, it's Christmas Eve. Well, right? for, in Poland, like Christmas Eve is the most important. So. Well, guess what? This isn't a Poland podcast, buddy. It's a universal po- podcast. So if you're Polish, you can also listen to you it. You can also listen. You, you are welcome. Yeah, everyone's welcome here. And this is Christmas Eve, and I hope you're having a nice Christmas Eve. Me too. I uh, hope you're uh, listening to this podcast instead of spending time with your family. That is right. Yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Families are overrated. Mm, no, families are good sometimes. That's true. <laughs> I don't have more of a bit on that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Families are pretty cool. I hope your Christmas Eve is going nice. And if it's not, sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, I hope, wait, wait, wait. I hope we can make it better with this podcast. Do you think there's, there's someone who doesn't have a family listening to that podcast? Uh, <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a horrible person. I'm sorry, the person without a family listening to this podcast. Jim Carrey is we always We can be your family. You. We if, can be, yeah, we welcome to the, with the with, welcome to the podcast family. The podcast family, Christmas Eve celebration, episode comeback. Yes. And uh, you have, have a nice, have a nice uh, hot chocolate <laughs> for Christmas Eve. Is that what you have for Christmas Eve? Hot um, chocolate? No. Hmm. I have a candle, a Christmas Eve candle, and I light it every Christmas Eve. That's very nice. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what we do? Eat. Yes. We have a massive dinner. Do you have carp? Yes. I know. I'm so versed You're in a Polish culture. You are. That's true. Oh, I'm true. so sorry. I made a squeaky. You made a squeaky. Yeah. My shoe made a squeaky. That's okay. I'm so sorry. I will not cut it out. Oh. Maybe. So on Christmas Eve in Poland, you make 12 dishes and you eat all of them with your family. Oh. And they're all fish-based. Uh, no meat. So you could say fish. you make 12 fishes. Um, well... Rather than dishes, you could... Not really, because not all of them are fish. So you lied. Well, most... Like, okay. You have 12 dishes. and They're okay. different, but there cannot be, like, meat other than fish. Why? I don't know, because Jesus... <laughs> 
stuff. Oh, okay. Jesus said so. I don't know. Jesus is not born on Christmas Eve. He's born on Christmas, right? Allegedly, he was born in August, so who's to know the truth? Well, but like... A taxi driver told me that. <laughs> and I believed him. Not the taxi driver. Not Robert De Niro. No, not... just okay, a yeah, taxi just driver. Um, I don't know why I put that. Okay, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> if, he was, if Jesus was born on the 25th, why do we have something to say about what's going on on the 24th? We're just getting excited. We're getting ready. Anyways, so that's how it looks like in, in Poland. So if you're Polish and you're enjoying yourself a nice bit of carp, then uh, good for you. Mm-hmm. Hope you didn't kill it with a hammer. Yeah. On Christmas Eve, I go to Mass. Oh, that's nice. Um, you still go to Mass? Yeah. Okay. Um, at this stage, it's like the one Mass I go to a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and then this year, I'll be going to Mass in California. Oh, nice. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. And then... Then we like visit uh, family and then we usually have some kind of a like, um, we call it a nibbles dinner. Mm. So we have like, you know, you know, you go to Tesco and you can get like party food. Mm-hmm. We just have some party food Ooh. or we have like, um, like antipasti, stuff like that. That's Something very kind nice. of easy, but nice. Okay. Once we got a Chinese um, and uh, uh, had the shits for christmas so <laughs> that sounds perfect so we didn't do that again okay um, good yeah uh, lesson number one don't get it don't get don't a get job. a takeaway on christmas yeah, eve because yeah. what everyone's doing and you're gonna get the shits exactly and you don't want to shit on jesus's birthday no it's gonna be very upset there's ham to eat there's what there's ham to eat yeah i once uh i've been on an irish christmas once i've been oh. because i was here that was my first year in ireland and i couldn't go home and my family went to Poland, and I was invited for an Irish Christmas on Christmas Day. Aww. A family Christmas with my friend Roisin. It was very nice. Her family so was nice. lovely. Yes. What a nice lady. They gave me a lot of alcohol. That was the first thing I oh, learned, good. is that you drink on Christmas. You do, yes. Ever since I was like 15, I drank on Christmas. Yeah. So it's like, it's just what you do. See, we drink at Christmas as well, depending on the family. Like, my family can have, it has some wine usually, but people Mm -hmm. don't drink that much. Like, usually half of the room doesn't drink or like, you know, it's not. And it's also like, not every family does it. Here, I don't know. Like, I went in and the first thing that happens is they gave me like a black Russian. And I was like, okay. Black Russian? Yeah, they gave me a black Russian. It was delicious. We just have like Prosecco. I remember once um, my mom used to drink Bacardi and Coke. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, um... In my Nana and Gaga's, my grandparents' house, she so she would have her glass of Bacardi and Coke, and it, since it was Christmas special day, we would have like a glass of Coke. Hmm. And one day I went to drink my glass of Coke. I was about eight years of age, and it was Bacardi and Coke. <gasps> and I was like, "Ew, what's wrong with my Coke? That's disgusting." And then you like exploded. Yeah, and then I was lit. No, I wasn't. What was the first? Okay, did did you did your was your family like very strict in terms of having alcohol? So you as a kid? Well, I mean, as an eight-year-old, I, I didn't yeah, want yeah, to didn't. have alcohol, and it would actually, I think, be irresponsible to give me alcohol purposefully. I think I um, got a glass of beer when I was around 10, <laughs> because I asked for it, and Ew. my grandparents thought it would be funny to give me what I wanted. And I think they were right. They were right. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I think I started probably, like, we had, Ireland has a, a bad culture around drinking, but yes. the thing is, is that once your parents have an like a good approach to it then i think it's usually fine like my mom like if i was going to a party when i was underage she would just be like it's fine just only drink this much like i would go with my and it was the same for i think 
everyone would go and like bring alcohol my mom might give me like two cans or three cans and she'd be like only drink this don't drink more and i'd be like yes mommy oh that's very sweet um, and I, but it was like we i think we all kind of started like christmas time you'd have like a drink with dinner like west mm-hmm. coast cooler you start on the west coast cooler what's a west coast cooler it's like a wine cooler um, oh, okay. it's very tasty it's hmm. like a tiny tiny percentage of alcohol yeah um, okay but it's nice. Uh, so they weren't strict with alcohol. No, they weren't. That's very nice. We're getting our Christmas ham because um, I'm having Christmas in California, as I mentioned. Yes. And they apparently it's it's like they don't really do like like uncooked ham there. Like mm. you, you buy a ham, but it's already oh, cooked, it's already cooked, which cooked? is oh. disgusting. Oh. And like we, lo- my mom makes the best Christmas ham. Yeah. Um, I can believe that. Yeah, and it's a fact. It's not an opinion. Yeah. It's a fact. Um, but we're getting it shipped from New York <laughs> to California. <laughs> Jesus we Christ. Fi- yeah, we found a contact. That's how passionate we are about ham. Wow. We found a contact. Mm. We did so much research. We've been researching for months trying to get a ham. Wow. And she found someone who I think is like a family friend's friend or something. Yeah. And I think the guy is like from our town or at least nearby. Uh-huh. Um, and he's a butcher and he's shipping us a ham. How are they going to ship it? I don't know. Wow. It's for, they freeze it and then they ship it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's the same country. Why can't they... I can't believe that you cannot get, like, raw ham yeah. in California. Yeah, I mean, they might be. It's one of those things, maybe somewhere they can. Yeah. Who's to know? I know, like, New York would have a much bigger contingency of, like, Irish people. Yeah, okay. So, I know about three or four people who live in New York. Wow. Three or four people? Uh-huh. In New York? Someone I used to work with, uh, she was, like, an older woman, and she was talking about how she's not allowed in America because she, um, she illegally lived in New York. <laughs> oh, no. She's like, yeah, I'm not allowed back anymore, and I was like, well, that's not great. That does suck, yeah. Yeah. I've never been to New York. I would love... To, I, I might go next year, hopefully. Never mm. been to America. Oh. Mm. It's, a, it's a country in tatters. But it is yeah. a nice, fun place sometimes. Sometimes. They have Lucky Charms. I really like that cereal. That's like uh, extra sugary. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. We have shit sugary cereals here, so it's like a nice, exciting thing. Marshmallows. Tasty. So now we've set up our Christmassy time. We're going to see Muppets Christmas Carol later. Yeah. Mashi, what's Muppets. your favorite Christmas film? Well, I've been thinking about this. And um, I think my favorite is Gremlins. I think my favorite is Gremlins. And I've seen Gremlins a few times. But I think the one that I actually watch every Christmas regularly is Krampus. That's the only film I watch oh, regularly. But that's only been out for four years. Yeah. So I've been watching it for four years. So I've seen it like five times. That's okay. pretty much it. I, I don't know, like, I've probably seen, like, you know, Home Alone many times, but I never, like, was that into it. I Let's like see. it, but I don't know. Hmm. What about you? What's your favorite Christmas film? Well, Matthew, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> My favorite Christmas film is Muppet's Christmas Carol. Well. Watching it well, is, is so that. So Yeah, watching it's the happiest day of my year. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, and we got to watch it, like, three more times. What if you, like, won the lotto? Don't care. I'll buy millions of copies of Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> it's a wonderful Great. movie. Make me happy. Awesome. I've never seen it, so, you know. What? I'm I'm, well, yeah. <gasps> I mean, no, Today's that... going to be your first time seeing it? Yeah. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. This is great. I love the Muppets, so I am very excited as well. I love them too. It's wonderful. It's got Michael Caine. I love Michael Caine. Um, it's got... Squeak. It's got um, the Muppets. The, the Muppets? Yeah, it's got They're some, in it? Yeah. The actual some, Muppets? Yeah, it's got Charles Dickens. Shit. It's got some wonderful songs. They got Charles Dickens? Yeah. He dead. That's what you think. Um, it's my favorite film ever. I'm excited that you haven't seen it. 
Amazing. I'm disappointed, but I'm excited for you. <laughs> Yay! It's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about uh, The Muppets Christmas Carol today. No. That's because I don't think it's a horror film. No. Not very scary. There's probably some mild peril. Mild peril, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Rest in peace. Never forget. <laughs> we'll find you, mild peril. Yeah, we will. Mild peril podcast. Don't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> they stole our name in um, the past. <laughs> Yeah, so we're not seeing, um, we're not talking about the Christmas Carol, the Muppets Christmas Carol, but we will talk about a different film. Mm-hmm. That's a horror Christmas film. Its name is Krampus. Its name is Krampus. It was made in 2015. Correct. Directed by Michael Doherty. Doherty, yeah, something like that. But it's spelled, it's not Doherty. It's spelled Doherty. Is like it dough, o? like bread dough. Because if it was yeah, though, just though to, just to clarify that I'm not pronouncing Doherty as Doherty, I want everyone yeah, to know that. Yeah. Uh, how did you like Krampus? It was your first time seeing it, right? Yes, I enjoyed it. It's interesting because I, it's one of those. It could easily be like a PG film. Well, it's like a PG fourteen film. No, it's not. It's fifteens. It's a fifteen here in Ireland. It's a PG fourteen film in America. Oh, okay. It's been made as a PG fourteen film. Oh. And it went through with PG-14. This is uh, one of the more extreme PG-14 films yeah, you can get. For but, sure. Yeah, for sure. The peril is not mild. No, the peril is very real. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite, uh, yeah, but, um, moderate. But, like, if they removed a few things, it could easily... Like, it's it's interesting because it's not what I thought it was going to be. Really? Yeah. What do you think it was going to be? I just thought it was a horror... I just thought it was a scary film. Mm. I thought, and, you know, it was, like, around Krampus... Or it was around Christmas for, like, a... For, I don't know, someone who hates Christmas and they're like, ha, I'm going to make this Christmas film. It's going to be scary and it's going to make everyone scared. But it's not. It's still a Christmas film. Yeah. And it is. It's like a proper Christmas film. It's got the scariness, which is fun because it's so different. But it still uses like the same musical kind of um, themes that Christmas films usually use with like the bells and stuff. Um, It has the same. It's like family drama. You know, it's it's, just it's a Christmas film. Yeah, it is a Christmas film. It's just like it's just like Gremlins. I think Gremlins is also a Christmas film, and mm. it can still be kind of scary and kind of out there. Yeah, and it's a so to set it up, Krampus is an he's like anti Santa. Yeah, he's evil Santa. Yeah, he's it's an it's like an it's a real thing. It's like an Austrian myth or something. Uh, yeah, it's I think it's I don't know either German or, or Austrian. It's, it's kind of in a few countries. It seems yeah. like in the Czech Republic um, or Czechia is now what it's called, isn't it? No, it's called the Czech Republic. But it's also called Czechia. I think Czechia... I don't know what Czechia is. I don't know where to take that from. I always thought it's uh, Czech Republic in, in, uh, in English. It's, uh, it's Czech in Polish. I don't know. In the past few years, it became Czechia, as far as I know. Uh, but it's still kind of they're sort of interchangeable. Yeah. The Czech, Czech Republic's official formal and short names at the United Nations are Česká Republika and Česko in Czech, and the Czech Republic and Czechia in English, so we can use both. Okay. We're both right. Yay. There you go. Uh, um, have you ever been to, to Czechia? It's pretty nice. I have not. It's pretty wonderful. They have great uh, fried cheese. Mm. Mm. Very tasty. I'm not crazy on cheese, but fried cheese, mm. okay. Um, I haven't I was... been to many places in that part of the world. Yeah, that's true. I haven't been to Germany. Mm. Never been to Full Germany. Stop, that's it. Um, yeah, no, I haven't been to... I've been to more of the, like, Spanishy... Yeah. Con- I haven't been to Spain, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Spanishy countries! All the other ones. That like, area. Portugal. Oh, everybody hates been, you now. No, I just mean that area. Like, I've been to France and I've been to Portugal. 
I mean, like the more the southern Italy. Europe. Yeah. yeah. The Mediterranean yeah. is the word, I believe. Great. There you go. Yeah. Don't cancel things. me. I keep making myself get cancelled. <laughs> I have not been to Spain. Uh, I've been to Spanish um, territories. Like I've been to the Canary Islands. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Fort Adventure. Uh, cool. Child. Have you ever been to Gibraltar? No. That's pretty cool. I have not. Isn't that a British territory? This is a British territory in Spain. Uh, yeah. It's the weirdest place. Oh, because everyone's British. Uh, yeah, because it's like oh. it's it's like going into a town that's clearly not British, and then that town is doing everything to convince you it's British. Like there's a fucking parade with, Ew. you know, United Kingdom flags and like, oh, it's so Ew. weird. <laughs> I'm gonna make a note to not go there. And then there are like monkeys running around. <laughs> no, they're just British people. Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, James. Sorry, Craig. We have a lot of British friends. Mm, yeah. um oh god jesus krampus jesus christ it's krampus it's about krampus um, but yeah uh, i wanted to talk more about czech but that's fine we'll, we'll not talk about czech. this is a, it's not czech a Republic. not, a, not czech, a czech yeah uh, podcast it's if a, you're from czech yeah go fuck yourself czech, i'm not here hey, to talk about you hey czech yeah privilege <laughs> so krampus it's a film um that i have seen oh actually Strange. we're going right back to czech yeah because the first film time i've seen krampus was when I was in Erasmus in Slovakia, oh. which is uh, bordering Czechia. Interesting. And uh, I was in Erasmus, and I was having a weird fucking time. And that was a weird six months of my life. And it was right before Christmas, and it came out, and I saw it in a cinema in, in Slovakia. Ooh. I think the only big cinema they had there in a mall. Um, and I did not understand the German dialogue because the, the subtitles were in... Uh, I think in either in Czech or Slovak, I don't know, I'm not sure. Oh. It, it, sometimes they, they have one or the other. And uh, yeah, so I there's not a lot of German dialogue in this film, and I got everything anyway because it's so straightforward. But uh, can you yeah. speak some German? No, but oh, you I can understand, kinda it understand it yeah, like a little bit. Yeah, there was this bit where she's talking and they didn't subtitle it, so I was like, Oh, they didn't. To, no, oh. I was like, I guess I have to trust Max's. Uh, oh yeah, th- there are bits where where it's subtitled, and then there are bits where Max translates yeah. it. I don't like it when they do that. Like, well, just never subtitle it or subtitle it all the time. I get what they're trying to do, but I'm yeah. like, I look at it and I'm like, but if I was German and I was watching this, it's like, it's not like they're purposefully not translating it and that so that people won't understand it. Like, people watching it are still going to possibly understand it. Well, the thing is, yeah, it's it's an American film, so they don't want to put too many subtitles on. That's just how Americans think of this. They're just putting on. If I'm not supposed to understand her, that's fine. Yeah, the, you don't really need to understand her that much i mean I at the beginning to. of the film when she only speaks german and max doesn't translate it because she speaks to him is um i guess you kind of need that a little bit maybe for some context mm-hmm. um Whatever. but then the film makes her talk english anyway because she has to speak a lot more <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh okay so krampus uh, i saw it there i really liked it uh but i didn't i think yet know that i'm gonna like it as much and then i just kept watching it because it's just a very relaxing experience for me it feels homely and nice and uh, without feeling like it still has that sense of danger and i still like it's a pretty mean film which i like it's got that edge to it uh every time i watch it i'm surprised at how cruel it is because it's pretty cruel Mm. (laughs) it's for a christmas film for a kid's film kind of yeah, it's quite brutal. Um, so I, but so it has that thing, but it still feels like you know, kind of relaxing to me and nice and funny. So uh, I kind of keep coming back to it. Yeah, it's it's good. It's um, 
it's interesting because it kind of it's basically everything that other Christmas films are not no not really it's showing all of the horrible aspects of Christmas yes but not just like the familial things like there's, there's family conflict but also it has like it starts off with like a Black Friday stampede yeah it starts with a Black Friday video thing yeah yeah um, which is pretty great yeah it's pretty funny and uh and then there's a nativity play and um, someone's watching the christmas carol not the muppets one so like no. whatever uh someone's watching that which is another one of those films that's about like that it's it's a similar theme where it's like if you're horrible christmas can be shit for you scrooge it's the same kind of uh vague yes theme <laughs> yeah no no that's um, true but that's most most christmas films are about that and this has that mm-hmm. as well to a yeah. degree. And then you've got, they're doing a nativity play. For yeah. some reason in a shop. It's yeah, it's kind of weird. School, yeah. It's in a shop. It's like a weird, like, it's a room within the mall. Yeah, it's weird. But it's not even a mall. Yeah, it's, it's not like, even a mall, it's a shop. It's like a big warehouse kind of shop. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, if you would have watched the featurette, you see how they filmed some of that stuff. Not a lot, but mm-hmm. the Black Friday thing, it's all stunts. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's like all like, you know, choreographed stunts and they have a few of them. And they're great. Like, I love that opening. It's a pretty great opening. Yes, it's good. I love the, the security guy tasing someone. That's pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, and everybody seems so into it. It's pretty great. I think they had fun making it. And you can kind of see oh, it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then we go to that nativity play, which is uh, where we meet our characters. And uh, we have... Max. Uh, Max, the boy. Uh, Tom, the dad. Played by Adam Scott. Played by Adam Scott. It's an interesting himself. cast it's because it's, it's a comedy cast. Uh, plus Tony Collette, who is transcendent. She yeah, can do Tony whatever Collette genre does she wants. Anything, yeah. But yeah, it's predominantly comedy, comedy cast. Yeah, you've got Conchata Farrell, yeah, Farrell yeah. who yeah. is in Two and a Half Men. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that's where she's from. I always yeah. thought I kind of recognize her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So Tom is the dad. He's played by Adam Scott. Sarah is the mom. She's played by Tony Collette. And then we also have uh, Max's sister, and her name is Beth. Beth. Uh, and her name is <laughs> crossed out for some reason. Oh, I, I really just put down the cast. They, I've written a yeah, little we sheet. Don't know I've written are. the cast names of like the significant kind of actors. Yeah. Like the other cast, we've got David Kocherner. Yeah, he's a comedy guy. Who plays guy. Howard, who's yeah. the uncle. And then the, Linda, who's the aunt, is played by Alison Tolman, I think yeah. her name is. She's in... Um, is it Good Girls? What's uh, the one with... Um, I know her from Fargo. Oh. She's in... Is Good Girls the one where they get involved in a gang? It's like mom's involved in a gang. I think so. I have not watched it. Yeah, it's it's Mae Whitman and... Um, and that's the only one I can remember the name of. I uh, don't know because I have her filmography open here, but it's just films, so I'm not sure. She didn't do many films. She's more known from series. series yeah. yeah, she's a comedy lady. She is a, a comedy lady, kind of. Like in Fargo, she, like in this as well, it's more like she's got a little bit of comedy. It's mostly dramatic, though. Yeah, I feel like she's kind of, she's one of those, she's good at like being the dramatic person in a comedy. Yeah. Like that's sort of what she is in Good Girls. She's like, mm. it's a, because it's a, I mean, it's not fully a comedy, but like yeah. in the midst of comedy, she's like her life's in bits. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I, first I saw her in Fargo and I, fell in love with her right away and i'm very happy that she pops up every once in a while you don't see her a lot but she's good. she is great she's a great actress she's wonderful she's very good in this too she is. 
Uh, yeah, so there's a nativity, whatever the fuck you call it. It's a play. It's with kids. <laughs> it's a Jesus they do play. Jesus play. They Max drop kicks someone into a manger. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah, so we just kind of meet them in a silent scene where Max beats up another kid and the parents try to intervene and Beth, Beth is filming. Is filming it, kind of having a great time. Yes, and that's wonderful. Krampus, and that's when we start. Yes, uh, that's the opening of the film, and then we cut into a very nice one shot in the kitchen. Uh, which is great. This film is very well made. Um, it is good. We'll talk about it later, probably. But That's what we're talking about right now, actually. No, we're talking about what the film is about. Because if uh, your friend... Who's your friend who doesn't like horror I have films? no friends. Um, Bevan. Uh, yeah. Uh, so if they don't... If they haven't seen it... I mean, you should probably see it. Krampus is pretty okay. I don't. I think it's fine. Uh, I tried it's to watch it. It's not too... Um, horror-y. Yeah. It's, it's just... It's like a bumped-up mild peril. I think if you expect it not to be horry at all, then you can be surprised at how horry it gets yeah, in places. Sure. But it's also not like full blown horror. No, there's not really much like gore. There it is seems... a bit. There's more than you would expect, I guess. But you see like little bits of blood. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's not really too. It's more the tone of it that seems quite. Um... Yeah, it's the, it's the peril that's quite perilous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. What thing? What so? What this movie is about is about traditions being ruined and the magic of Christmas disappearing. Exactly, and which Max, is what's happening right now. Max is a little baba, and he's like, you know, he's kids are I guess talking about how Santa's not real, and Max is kind of in this conflict. Max is around eleven, I'd say. Yeah, he's a eleven or twelve. Yeah, something um, around that. Yeah. He's, you know, he's like, oh, can we do this? And then, like, all the family are just like, no, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And it's just this whole thing where he's like, well, Christmas. Christmas is supposed to be a special day. Yeah, he's 11. He doesn't believe in Santa Claus, but he likes the idea of Christmas, I think. I think it's it's sort of this thing as well of, like, his um, his Omi, who's his grandmother. Yes. Um, she's German. And she is trying to kind of keep the magic alive in him. Because yes. she knows what happens when the magic Spoiler alert! You fucking die. She German. She German lady. German lady uh, talks German to Max, um, which is kind of weird. <laughs> he responds in English. I guess that's uh, that's actually that's quite normal. Quite common, yeah, yeah, that's quite common. But um, yeah, anyway, she's German. That's she's also in the house. And the first half an hour of this film is just the setup of yeah, this is how this family works. This is who they are. And then the other thing is it's. Christmas, it's, I think the 23rd of December when we kind of start. Um, yeah, so we get an advent calendar. He's got like yeah. a traditional German looking one, yeah. which is what we are given to... To get like the, the passage the, of time, which is yeah. not very necessary, but we have it. When we need uh, to know when Christmas is coming. Yeah, I guess. You dumb idiot. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so on that day, uh, we have our group of characters and they are visited by uh, Sarah's sister. Uh, and Linda. her name is Linda, Linda. And her family, her husband... And her uh, big fucking group of kids. Uh-huh. And Aunt Dorothy. And Aunt Dorothy. Who loves peppermint schnapps. Uh, she and loves alcohol in general. Alcohol, yeah. She is. Uh, she, I guess she's the most like normal like um, comic relief character in this sure, film. Yeah. Even though everybody's kind of funny. Yeah, and I think even like, so they've got four kids. They've got Chrissy, who's just a little baby. Yeah, nice little um, baby. Yeah. Having a great time on this film, it seems. Yes. Um, she used to be always having a good time. A they don't time. even show her crying because she doesn't seem to be She's crying. Like, this is great. Yeah. Um, you've got Howard Jr. or Howie, they call him. 
Um, he's a stupid child. He's a stupid... I don't even think he speaks. I don't even yeah. know if he knows how. He's just like... He doesn't he does not say anything no. in this film. Um, he's kind of like a bigger kid. That's uh, yeah. another thing. He's That's like the, the joke is that he loves eating. He loves eating. Um, and he's then, like Augustus Glup a little bit. Yeah, he drinks like a big bottle of soda at the dinner yeah, table. Yeah. And burps. Ha! And then <laughs> they've got two other kids. So they've got three daughters, one son. And the two other daughters are pretty much dressed up like boys. Yeah. And um, there's like a whole, there's like a bit about how their dad wishes they were boys. Yeah. And they're like, no, he doesn't. Uh, so the thing about Linda and uh, Howard is they are like uh, kind of more redneck Republican Americans. And Guns. they're playing with that stereotype pretty much throughout the film. Because, mm. yeah, because Howard loves guns. They joke about Democrats. They talk about, yeah, protecting your family and... Shepard has to protect the flock or something. And that's kind of the main joke (laughs) and, like, the juxtaposition of them and, uh, I guess, more liberal uh, Adam Scott, Tony Collette family. Yeah, Adam Scott's like a businessman. Yeah. Uh, Tony Collette makes all this wonderful food. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the main conflict in the first part of the film. And it kind of goes on through the whole thing. But the main thing that you kind of learn when they start is, oh, they don't get along very well. Mm -hmm. There's this typical thing of they go into the house and it's just chaos. And um, yeah, like there's a lot of kids and the kids don't like each other either. And like the our main characters, the family, they're not, you know, very keen on having them there. And they Mm -hmm. don't know what to talk about at the dinner table. It's just the regular kind of Christmas awkwardness that you would expect. Exactly. Family troubles. Yeah, so... Uh, Max writes his little Santa letter yeah, so, um, with his Omi. Yes. Um, oh, I said, the kid loves Christmas. He's like Abby. I love Christmas <laughs> so much! Max is just like you, Abby. I wrote Max is a sweetie boy. Mm. Yeah, I can relate to him. Um, bits of Christmas get lost. Um, I worked in retail for like four years oh boy. Um, prior to last year. Mm-hmm. And every Christmas, I just didn't have a good Christmas. It was really sad. Christmas was my one day off um, mm. for like two, for like a week. And yeah. I'd be in the next day and it'd be 8 a.m. And I'd have asked my manager to, if I could not work. And I couldn't not work. And I was really upset all day. I get it, yeah. And now Christmas time is here. Last year I took like all of December off. Nice, great. This year I'm taking like three weeks off. I love Christmas awesome. and I like to be able to savor Christmas. Perfect. I'm very happy. Christmas. So it's just, do you like the, like just hanging out with your family and just kind of having that time to do stuff? I think it's or? just like a magical time. It's cold. There's lights everywhere. Mm. You decorate your house. You give things. I like giving gifts. Okay. You get to go buy gifts and you get to give them to them. You get to make things. You get to have tasty, tasty food that you only have once a year. Like a delicious ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big giant ham. Um... And yeah, you get to spend like more, you know, time inside. No one has anything to do. You just get to bond and hang out with your family. It's very nice. And sleep. Yeah. You get you get to sleep a lot. Yeah. That's true. Wear yeah. your pajamas. <sighs> Lounge. Watch Muppets Christmas Carol on repeat. Oh, I can watch. I'm I'm gonna watch Christmas movies on the plane. I hope there's Christmas mm. movies on the plane itself. <gasps> well. This year I'm having my first year not in Ireland at Christmas. Is is it your first time? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've had this Christmas in the exact same place every year wow. since I was born, and not not anymore. Not anymore. 
Well, that's good. You know, it's, it doesn't really we matter. We love change. All the same, I'll have this, my family and that's what matters. Exactly. You'll be with your family, so that's mm-hmm. good. You know, whether it's in Ireland or California, there's no difference. Those places are exactly the same. They, yeah, they are. They're, there's no difference. Weather's the same. Politically. Politically the, the same. same. landscape. Uh-huh. Um, it's great. You can smoke weed in California, <laughs> yeah. which I'm sure you will do. Yeah. Oh, no. Who's, it's legal there. It is legal, yeah. We can talk about it. It's yeah, fine. we can talk about me doing legal things in a place where it's legal. Exactly. Because you would never do it outside of a legal place. Absolutely not. That's <laughs> disgusting. Breaking the law as if... Kids. Catch me following the law if kids are listening to this episode of the podcast because it's a christmas episode and it's family fl- friendly obviously this is a family friendly edition of fuck on kill so yeah. we don't say fuck it's really fucking family friendly i'm gonna censor it it's not <laughs> called fuck on kill it's called can't kill freak can't kill freak can't kill freak can't kiss no no come talk no we uh, won't talk about semen no semen so if you're a kid <laughs> a, a kid person <laughs> don't take drugs and weed is clearly a drug. Like, I, it's so dangerous for you. There are so many uh, things you can like that can happen to you if you smoke weed. It's very dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, you mm-hmm. can get addicted to it. Everybody uh, knows. It's very addictive. Very addictive. <laughs> uh, you can OD on weed <laughs> very <Yeah>. easily. <laughs> Happens all the time. Uh, what else? I just felt really compelled to pour my glass of water over the microphone. <laughs> I really wanted to. Don't do it. Because anyway. the kids need to learn. That's true. Anyway, uh, Krampus. You can't have sex after we eat? Okay. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Nothing works. Nothing. No, it's just over. You just go stiff. Yeah. You just don't stop working. Your whole body goes stiff. You, you can't even come in your pants. Especially not. Okay, anyway. So, Max, <laughs> so Max, writes a, Max writes a letter to Santa. Yes. Because the whole thing is that a lot of people, when they learn about Santa. Um, yes. Because it's a family-friendly podcast. Um the, the magic of Christmas is kind of gone once you don't have Santa. Well, I think it's because for a kid, Santa is such a big part of Christmas. Yeah. So there's this moment where you have to be like, oh, he's not real. Okay. And then you adjust. And then you're like, oh, it doesn't really matter that much if Santa's Christmas real. Christmas is magic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Max writes his Santa letter with his Omi. Yes. Then later on, they're having dinner, the whole family. Um, Howie has this big bottle of off-brand Mountain Dew or something. Um... <laughs> And they're all eating... I think they're eating, like, pheasants or quail. Like, they're all eating, like, a tiny bird. They're eating, To be like fair, I complain as well. That's it shit. is uh, a very Where's weird Christmas dinner. But to be... Uh, another thing to say, Tony Collette is fucking making creme brulee, and she's burning it with her little thing. What a crazy bitch. And nobody, nobody cares. And Blow I'm like, her. fuck this. <laughs> Put respect on Tony Collette. 100%. Respect Tony Collette every time. I wrote, Tony Collette make creme brulee, and nobody appreciates it. <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck all those people. I First of all, they should be so grateful that Tony Collette is in their presence. True, true, true. Uh, second of all, she made them creme brulee and she's so excited about it. And nice everybody's baby. fucking... Well, at this point... Okay, Drinking just continue menu. with your story. Anyway. Excuse me. So, Jordan and Stevie, who are the boy-girl cousins. Yes. They read out they have noticed earlier that max has a santa letter and they're kind of making fun of the fact that he still believes in santa and so they read his letter at the dinner table which is not nice not nice but his letter is very nice his letter is wonderful his letter is like about his sister and he wants to hang out with her more he wants things to be like how they were before he wants christmas to be like how it was before and he tells santa he wants um 
he knows things are hard for his cousins and his so yeah. like the family that's there like yeah. Howie and or Howard and Linda and everything yeah. so like, it's hard for them and he, he wants things to be easier for them yeah he says that he wants his parents to kind of spend more time together because they're having a fight he, yeah I don't think they're even having no a they're fight. just having a marriage yeah they're having a marriage <laughs> I think the thing is, like, the film, like, kind of shows their relationship. We don't have a lot of time with them, but we yeah. have, like, one scene. But that one scene kind of shows that, oh, they're very in love. It's just that they don't have time, I think, to mm. spend time with each other. Their like, parents. Yeah, exactly. Um, Lots of shit going on for Yeah. Them. But, yeah, so they read out his letter. Max go crazy. And then Max goes, he rips up his letter and he throws it out the window. And it goes up into the sky. And immediately I was like, oh, it's going to go to anti-Santa. Yeah. When you wrote a Santa letter, when you wrote a Santa letter, how did you send it? Uh, I think the thing you do is you just put it into the post box. That's what oh. we do in Poland. Oh. And then all those letters get gathered up in the post office somewhere. And uh, but like, fuck this again. I once saw a documentary film on this because it's called, uh, I think it was called Post Restant. I don't know. It's like a... Uh, it's a term for uh, mail that is impossible to deliver, like to Santa Claus or like to some like if some if you write mom on your letter and you send it, right? <laughs> then it's like, oh, it's impossible to deliver it, right? So somebody takes it and opens it and they decide what to do with it. Aww. And so I saw a whole documentary about where those letters go in Poland and who reads them. And it's like, you know, it's just a bunch of people like reading those Santa letters. And sometimes nice. they do something about it. Like if somebody like, you know, is in a hard situation or something like that, you know, it's, oh, it's very nice, very so sweet nice. thing. So I think I just sent it. I don't remember the thing in Poland, the way that I was taught uh, Santa or like the, the whole thing worked is uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas itself. We give presents to each other. That was always the same. I never had Santa for the 25th or anything oh. like that. Uh, we gave presents to each other and that was kind of it. But there was a Santa day before that on the 6th of December. So oh. that was like Santa day. And that was like presents from Santa. Um, so I wrote letters for this, I think. Although I really have no recollection of when I like stopped believing in Santa or anything like that. Mm. I don't even know if I ever had like this kind of very true belief or <gasps> anything like that. What about you? Um, so we wrote our letters and we put them in the fire. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. And then the idea is that the ashes go up and they go to the North Pole to Santa. Oh, that's very sweet. So it was like, like it was that similar thing where I was like, they're going up into the air. That's yeah. how people, oh, that's, that's how the letters arrive. Uh, when did you learn that Santa is not real? Um, just now. I'm feeling a bit shook. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, I'm sorry to all the kids listening <laughs> as well. I think I was, um, I think I was maybe 11. I feel like... Hmm. 11 maybe i know that i know that i got i think i probably believed stopped believing the year before i acknowledged it i guess okay but i got so i got chicken elmo for christmas a chicken elmo yeah what's a chicken elmo uh, it's elmo but he's wearing a chicken outfit and he, oh my God, and he does the, the chicken dance yeah <laughs> i'm so excited about that i'm sorry i love elmo. i know i love elmo, is, I love elmo as well so yeah. it was a great gift but there was a, a Smith's receipt in it. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I took it out. And it also had a, on the receipt, it had chicken elmo and it had a present that my sister had gotten. <laughs> and um, <laughs> my mom said that that was my dad's job to remove all those things. So um, so I took the receipt out and I quickly threw it in the fire so nobody could see. I was like, if I throw it away, it's not real. Wow. It's really sad. So yeah. So that's what happens right before Max uh, throws away his letter. Mm-hmm. There's a wonderful scene with him and Adam Scott 
where Adam Scott is being the best dad in the world. I want Adam Scott to be my dad. <laughs> what he does he do? Good. Well, they, he, Adam Scott comes into Max's room after Max did the thing at the dinner where he tried to beat up a lady. So uh, Adam Scott comes into the room and Max is kind of sad and he's got the letter. And Adam Scott talks to him about Christmas and how, you know, your family comes over and you have to kind of, you know, the, 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 Max asks him, why do we have to pretend like we like those people? and Why do we have to be here? And Adam Scott's like, you know, that's kind of what family is. It's like friends you don't have much in common with, like... The family is like a people you don't have much in common with, but you try to hang out anyway, you know. And sure. Max is like, why? And he's like, I don't know. But I guess, <laughs> you know, maybe that's just what Christmas is about, you know, trying to make, uh, trying to understand people. and tolerate and kind of, you know, look at it from a different perspective. My and uh, he's great. He's very nice. And Max is like, do you really believe that? And he's like, I don't know. I, I try. You know, I do my <gasps> best. And I'm like, Adam Scott is the best. I love him. Uh, yeah, and that's when he throws away the letter, and then everything goes to shit. We cause... see it like twi- twist. It's like the very magical elements. It goes like twisty, twisty, yeah. and then like clouds form over the neighborhood. Yeah, specifically very... over their house, but I think over the neighborhood. See, that's kind of yeah. Whether it happens for just them or the whole neighborhood, I'm always thinking about that when I watch it. I think it's for everybody. Yeah, I think so as well. <laughs> They've brought it upon the neighborhood essentially. I think that because the film starts off with this f- whole Black Friday thing, and kind of starts with the bigger. Um, uh, context of mm. like the world I think that the film tries to imply that oh Krampus is here to kill everybody well I think the point is is that um, and also just for framing there's a big snowstorm throughout the film yeah. like as it, it kind of starts and it's like oh how did you get here there's a big snowstorm um, but yeah there's this it's the thing of like Krampus specifically comes kind of when he's gotten some kind of a thing that he can take as an invite Yes. Like, so whether or not everyone's lost hope is one thing. But then if someone kind of summons him in one way or another, then he's going to come and get everyone who's lost hope. True. So, yeah. So uh, what happens is a big snowstorm comes. They wake up the next day. Everything's white. They can't see shit. And uh, yeah. And that's when we get into the horror parts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the first thing that happens is... Oh, they have like a bunch of weird snowmen outside of their house. Well, before cool. the weird snowmen, there's um, the postman arrives. So the postman arrives and he brings like a package, but also beside him is a sack full, of, like it's a Santa looking sack. Yes. And there's, you know, gifts in it. And um, the lady's like, oh, is that Linda answers the door and she is like, oh, is that yours as well? And he's like, no, it must be the boys in brown, meaning the UPS guys, I believe. I guess. Uh, UPS delivery people wear um, brown. And uh, so then they bring the sack. So it's, and, and there's a mystery sack has arrived. Uh, <laughs> Everybody loves we love a mystery, a mystery sack. sack. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, they go, they bring that in. Um, and then at some point, Beth is like, I'm a head out. My boyfriend isn't answering my text because they've got no power. Um, yeah. She's like, my boyfriend isn't answering my text. My boyfriend uh, is Derek. a dude with a christmas bong he's scum did he have a christmas bong yeah don't you remember when they no. talk on skype for like two minutes in this film and he is like you should come over here and he takes out his fucking enormous christmas bong what a horrible man um don't be like him kids no disgusting also he dies yeah he dies Very quickly. Uh, spoiler he dies um but yeah so she goes they're like be back in an hour and she's like yeah okay i just want to check on him she leaves and then a little bit later we you know we see her we see her going we see her going for the um, snowstorm yeah and then 
she's walking and then suddenly something starts chasing her. Yeah. And she's like, ah! And we're like, it's pretty. It's a pretty nice scene. You, you kind of go yeah, out. Yeah, because there's and, just so much snow. It's just white. Yeah, and it's like, uh, it's all. It's kind of scary outside. That was frightening. It's um, all of this is shot on uh, a soundstage. It's all none of it is. Oh nice. Yeah, uh, it's all built. That that whole thing is built. Uh, they didn't build like every house. They do like different uh, visual like tricks to kind of make you think like there are houses, yeah, but yeah. they're like different movie magic. Yeah, stuff like that, uh, and it's wonderful. And they use like they talk about how they use three different types of fake snow to kind of create that kind of snowstorm vibe, mm. and it's really nice because it's not. There's a little bit of CGI. There's a green screen going on in the background, but also there is a lot of like actual uh, fake snow, yeah. like real fake snow, <laughs> uh, there for her to go through and it looks wonderful it really yeah, has great. a very nice look to it it does and yeah. you've got the contrast of I think it's the Krampus chasing her right yeah it's yeah. Krampus right away Krampus you is don't, chasing her he, you kind of just see him as like a figure in the yeah, background yeah he's kind of just like this big um, hairy looking not even hairy well, you, you don't know, really hairy, see much of him you see kind of like, like a, a black shadow yeah he's like a shadowy thing but he's like floaty you and kinda he can see he's kind of fly yeah. he can kind of fly um, but yeah so he's chasing her she hides under a van she goes to the van she knocks on it she sees the the dhl delivery man who we saw earlier he's fucking frozen to death yes he's frozen and scared yeah he's i'm frightened. not sure what happened to him. um he got frightened um and then she um cl- crawls under that van and is kind of trying to stay quiet the krampus she kind of sees the krampus lurking around peeking down um she thinks she's being subtle and then she looks and she sees just a jack-in-the-box yeah and she's like oh and like that's the, really the last thing you want to see in a scary situation is a freaking yeah. jack in the box jack in they're the box horrible yeah. yeah um and then we see it twisty 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 it pops open and then like something really slowly is coming out of it yeah. and then she screams she die they, they use that for the trailer a lot like that oh, really? little, little sequence yeah yeah it's a good sequence um and that's it yeah and that's the last we see of beth uh-huh. ever <laughs> and then a few minutes later we see um Max is like looking out the window. Oh my god, it's so much rain. Max is looking out the window and there's uh, just a snowman that suddenly appeared on the lawn. Yeah, and he's like, guys, there's just a snowman outside. And they're like, okay. Okay. And Nobody cares. Yeah. And he's like, why is there a snowman? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's Beth. That is Beth. That's absolutely Beth. They don't really go into detail on the snowman, but yeah, there, there, there are people inside. My, like, then you see Howie. As a yeah, snowman. my guess of the snowman in terms of they don't need to go into detail for it because it's like yeah the snowman represent each victim yeah um and then i'm assuming that like the scarves and the hats they use are the person the victim scarf and hat maybe you you don't really know but the thing is uh and then the film kind of starts to be about because they realize it gets to night and they're like where's beth beth's not here they get freaked out and the film starts building up towards this idea of oh we have to go rescue beth so you as an audience member are like, okay, so now we're going to go and try to rescue her. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. But Beth is dead. Like, yeah, we she know was she's murdered. dead. No, we don't know she's dead. Like, oh. I think as an audience member, you kind of expect Beth to be rescued You maintain some, some hope or something, yeah. Like, because, at some point when they leave the house, so um, the dad and the uncle yeah. leave, they go on a look for Beth. They yes. have guns, they have torches. They're trudging through snow. The snow is so deep. Uh, for some reason, their flashlights are all green. It's wonderful. Yeah, um, the snow is about a half a meter deep. Like it's incredibly deep. Very deep. Yes. Um, and they hear like screaming. They hear Beth. They hear Beth screaming in the background yeah. because they go and they find the truck. They are attacked. Well, they go to no. Sorry, that, that happens later. 
They find the truck. They go to the house, which is the what's the Derek's name? House. Derek's house. Uh, everything's fucked up there. There's a gingerbread man stabbed to the fridge. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Uh, but they don't find her. They're very sad. And then they get attacked by a thing under the snow, which bites Howard in the leg. In the leg. Pretty cool. Yeah. See. Uh, but it's creepy. That's I think when I was watching this with my family uh, like a year or two ago, that's when my mom was like, I, I can't do it now. She's not into it. Uh, when when they go out and there's like they go around with the flashlights and they go around the house, it's very dark. This is a very horror scene, like a very classic kind of. Yeah. Feels like you a can't see film. anything. It's so misty and snowy. Yeah, and it's uh, it is kind of creepy. So yeah, so they go to Derek's house and they see and kind of in between that before we cut back to the family's house. Yeah. And they hear like footsteps on the roof and someone's like it's probably squirrels like an idiot. Why would <laughs> squirrels don't make those sounds? Uh, and then we go back to um, the dad and the uncle and they're in Derek's house which is like covered in ice um, like the door's open it's covered in ice and snow as we mentioned there's the gingerbread man and then in the fireplace the fireplace has been like split open it's like the bricks above the fireplace have like split where? in, the, in their house really? yes I don't that it's like I don't even know how to describe it it's, okay. it's it's kind of if you like ripped a teddy bear open okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of like that there's like a they've split and burst out but they're not it's not like crumbled completely there's like bricks kind of I think on the ground okay. but so you know you're immediately like okay so something has come down the chimney okay. and it's yeah. I mean it's one of those things where I mean I guess because you know the film is about Krampus because um, it's called Krampus because it's called Krampus yes. you're like okay so Krampus comes down the chimney just like Santa yeah but he's just not very nice yeah he's not gonna have the cookies and milk he's gonna he's murder gonna, the fuck yeah, out of you because he's got hooves and there's there's hoof prints as well yeah oh yeah in the, the house yeah. yeah that's true Yeah. Um, so he like came through the fireplace did yeah. that um, and then yeah we've got the bit with the snow There's a, then they go back to their car the car has been burned down oh yeah they, they destroyed the car yeah, yeah yeah that's true yeah so they return to the house and they start boarding up the house. They're like, yeah. let's not leave. And Omi's like, freaking told you so. Because she's told yeah. them it wasn't safe. That's true. Yeah, so what Omi does in that part of the film is she uh, minds the fire. Yeah. That's her big thing. She's like, make sure the fire doesn't die. Yeah. That's what we need to do. We need to yeah. make sure the fire doesn't die. Yeah. Keep it lit. Yeah. Keep her lit, boys. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, what I am not. Here. Yeah, yeah. I'm just so... um, they start watching a film on Netflix, or on an iPad. Um, and they're, they're the fire and then everyone falls asleep the uncle is like I'll stay awake um, to watch the fire and to watch the house to watch everyone yes then he freaking falls asleep like an idiot before that Aunt Dorothy uh, gives alcohol to children she does yes <laughs> just pretty great <laughs> uh, um, she gives them alcohol to try and distract them I mean I think they need alcohol to be honest yeah there's this big um, scene like there's a lot of like dialogue happening and a lot of um well, a lot of bonding as well as kind of just stressful situations like management. Like, yes. But they, like, you know, like Tom and, and Howard, they kind of get this thing going between them where they're starting to get respect for each other, I think. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're realizing the thing they have in common is the fact they want to protect their families. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have families that um, want to protect them. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so he falls asleep, Howard falls asleep, everyone's asleep, the fire dies, the iPad battery dies. And then, which is, Omi said, don't do that. And then we see, like, a chain comes down the fireplace. It's pretty fucking awesome, yeah. It's There's pretty a chain cool. coming down. And, uh, and we're kind of expecting Krampus to come down. 
Yeah. We're like, oh, here it starts. Yeah. Because we've seen the fireplace being ripped apart. So we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We know what's happening. But no. No. There's a, is there a gingerbread man? Yeah. There's a gingerbread man. There's a gingerbread man on on the the, hook. On the hook. Yeah. And And these are apparently cookies. They look like, I thought they were teddies, but they're, they're, I mean, they're animated. Yeah. I thought they were teddies, but they're cookies. Uh, They do look delicious. They look pretty nice. I think they're the only CGI monster in this film. Oh, really? Are they dressed like puppets? Oh, I'm going to talk about that. I love that. Okay. But uh, yeah, so um, there's the little gingerbread man. And he goes down the chimney and uh, uh, the and they're boy, like giggling. I think he says, eat me. Yeah. And the Junior wakes up. He's like, oh, food. Gingerbread man hook. in the fireplace. That's normal. <laughs> That's what, I want to have that. And he comes <laughs> over to the, to the little gingerbread man. He takes him off and he bites into his head. And then the gingerbread man comes alive and he's upset. He's like, I don't like that. I don't like that. You bit into my head. And then they take the child and put him on the hook. Uh-huh. And get him through the chimney up yeah. to murder him. <laughs> it is fucking... It's like if you like if you were watching this and you're like, okay, Beth is probably okay. We didn't see what happened to her. Uh-huh. The, the moment where they put, put a child on a hook <laughs> is where you're like, okay. Maybe she's not okay and maybe, maybe Harry's this gonna is, die. Maybe this is going to be a bit different. Yeah. And that's when you start realizing, oh, this film is doing a slasher thing. It's going to murder all those people. Good. Yeah, so the the thing is, I think, like, we talked about kids in some other podcast. I don't remember. Some other episode. But the way in which this film murders children is quite amazing. It's like it does it without even, like, kind of explaining itself. It just seems natural that, oh, in this scene now, this boy is getting fucked up. And he's Thank you like, for adding up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. No, no, no. I'm not trying to insinuate anything else. Uh, but he's, yeah, he's like a, yeah, the same age as Max, I guess. Yeah. And you see him pretty brutally being like taken up a chimney. Yeah. Uh, and they do try and save him, so they all kind of yeah. hang on to him. Yeah, they 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 all wake up. They and all like, nearly oh, no. go up the chimney. <laughs> yeah, they all nearly die by trying to save that kid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And obviously, uh, Linda is just freaking the fuck out, and everybody's uh-huh. kind of weirded out by a boy being hooked and taken by the chimney. But uh, yeah, they they don't manage to rescue him. He goes up. His shoe falls gone. down. We're His like, shoe awful. falls down. <laughs> pretty. It's really pretty gruesome. Like you yeah. don't expect it to be that cruel because it's like. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. It's it's a lot. Even it's it's very eighty style in terms of oh, that's something like Poltergeist would do. You know, that's yeah. as uh, relentless as some of those eighties films were, and everybody was okay with it at the time. But you don't see it much anymore. No. Uh, but this is very like it's not a it's not a film that references eighties a lot in terms of I think the aesthetic or like it doesn't feel like one of those eighties films that are so overly eighties now. It's yeah, not like. No. Stranger Things, it's not like... Uh, it's not like blatantly trying to be one Yeah, thing. definitely. But it, it takes a lot of inspiration from that. But it feels like a lot more like, oh, if somebody was trying to make an 80s film now, that's kind of what it would look like. And that's kind of yeah. what it is to me. It's true. Um, yeah, so the child get, gets murdered. Um, the tree goes on fire. The tree goes on fire. And then Omi's like, this is everyone's fault. Because I think Max is like, it's my fault. And, <laughs> yeah, Omi's, and Omi's like, like no, nope, it's everyone's everybody fault. Everybody fucked up. And then she tells the story of Krampus, which is really nice scene because it's animated. Yeah, it's a nice little animated thing. Uh, we um, also, it turns out that Omi can speak English, which is great. And uh, on Darth, he's like, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very meta moment. Um, <laughs> and so she's like, it's basically like, when you forget the spirit of Christmas, Krampus will come. Yeah. And she calls him the shadow of St. Nicholas. Yeah. He's come, comes to take, not to give. Yeah. And it's not what you do. It's how you feel. So, yeah. So it's basically like if you feel in your heart that Christmas is 
shit and that hope for Christmas is gone or whatever, then the Krampus was like, I'm on the way. Yeah. Uh, it's a very nice little piece of animation. It's quite yes, short, yes. but it uh, definitely goes well with the aesthetic of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's pretty much the story of the film, just Omi as a kid. Uh, she was living in a little German village. and I guess her uh, parents get killed by Krampus. Yeah, everybody in the village gets killed by Krampus from what except I understood, Omi. except Omi. And she's, he's, she says that he, she's left behind um, as a reminder of what happens yeah. when you lose hope or something like that. Yes. And you kind of see that Krampus is a little bit of a jokester in that as well. Because he winks, he at, her. winks at her before yeah. he goes and <laughs> fucking leaves her with her dead parents. And a little bell. Yeah, and a little It's like bell. a bell decoration thing that says... Krampus. Something, something Krampus. Else. Yeah. So, yeah, something Krampus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the little thing. And then everybody's like, okay, Omi. Idiot. Idiot. And then they hear some other stuff upstairs, I think. They hear, no, they hear the presence. Or I, th- I don't know if they hear it, we hear the presence. Something's happening in the presence. Yeah. The presence that Krampus left behind in the yeah, red yeah, sack. exactly. And um, thingy, Max is looking out the window. He sees someone, I think, again, I think Krampus, Krampus or yeah, an elf. Krampus, yeah. um, I actually really hated that scene. It really unsettled me. Which one? Well, when Krampus, Krampus is just like, it's like a, that thing where Krampus is being, again, playful. He's being yeah. a jokester where he's running around hiding behind yeah, he's just kind the of... snowman giggling. But I really hated it. That was an it. elf. That's an elf. That, I was going to say, I think it, that's what I said. See, you know why he that's unsettling? Krampus or an elf. You know why that's unsettling? Because it's an actual person that's, running oh, behind yeah, the snowman. But I, that's the thing. I knew it was. I was like, I know yeah. that's a real person and I hate it. I think it's like, that's one of the reasons I like Krampus so much is that you... I think you, it's very easy to become disconnected from a film that uses a lot of CGI, especially for like stuff like that, uh, because like it's, you see it's not real. Yeah. But in this film, like you see like a person for a split second running between. It uses it sparingly someone. enough that it's effective. Yeah. So. In this in this one, it's like yeah, th- those things are seem real. They seem like a real thing. So yeah, that little scene of the dark elf like running somewhere, you're like, okay, that was very weird. Yeah. I don't like that. It's, it's uncanny valley. It's like yeah. I know that that's they're moving like a person. Yeah. But. They're like long. They've got like yeah. They big, got weird like, shit on them. You don't hooded. see it. It's very shadows. Yet, but yeah, but yeah. It, it's oh, it's very. It, it's yeah. similar to um. It's similar to labyrinth. It's the same kind of like. There's like puppet kind of things that move that way because a yeah. lot of Jim Henson puppets are humans in suits with just like extra yeah, things. 100%, yeah. So it's it's similar um thing. There's a lot of things in labyrinth that unsettle me because they're just that bit to like a human yeah definitely and uh yeah the, and uh max sees that and that's kind of where everything starts happening all at once yeah and the film really starts taking off because they go upstairs and they find out that the presents unpack themselves and the, the toys are now out and at the same time uh howard is in the kitchen and he sees that gingerbread men are there's a few gingerbread men having like a go at a is that called a nail gun what is it Nail gun, yeah. Yeah, nail gun, and they're trying to kill him. So, yeah, everything's happening at the same time. Stevie and Jordan think they hear Beth upstairs, yeah. and they go up, and it's, again, it's like the toys. And it's the toys. And it's basically everyone has their own little battles they're fighting. Yeah. Yeah, so Stevie and Jordan go upstairs, and they get uh, eaten by <laughs> by a thing. And that's when, that's right before the action starts. So there are three, three, four. There are four main toys that we see um, when they go up. There's five. Um, or not including the gingerbread? Yeah, gingerbread is the yeah. fifth one. Yeah, okay. Gingerbread is the fifth one. Gingerbread are like the most normal, I guess, in a way, because they're CGI living gingerbread cookies. Yeah, CGI is always going to be less scary. Yeah, and they're not scary. And they're, they're, they're not using them as scary. No, they're, they're evil. They're using them as funny kind of... Mischievous. ...weird thing that happens in the background. But 
the the main thing and like i i guess the gingerbread men are the least interesting part of this film for me in this sequence of events i guess at least just yeah. because they're cgi because they're kind of more normal i mean they're okay but the real shit goes on in the oh, yeah. attic and that's great everything that happens there is fucking amazing oh it's so good that's like the best kind of sequence that is great and it's very if you've ever played or, or seen five nights at freddy's yeah. it's very reminiscent of that uh i never played it i know what you're talking about but it's a video game for those who don't know yeah five nights at freddy's is a video game i think it's mainly like online based you play it on on like a computer maybe i don't think so it's i've like... only ever i played it on a computer well it's not online though it's it's a single player game i think you just look yeah. at the camera no i sorry i just mean like on a you play it on a browser I played it on a browser. You can oh, probably I think play they it on made Steam new ones. I think that was the first one they did, but now you can. There's a few it. different ones, and you can kind of yeah. Anyway, where you played is not guys. Don't worry about. It. <laughs> don't worry about. It. No, don't no, worry no, about. It. There's don't like sleep there's a lot of them at this stage. Yeah. But it's essentially it's like this series of video games where you like work the the you're like it's a first person. You're working somewhere where there's lots of anime or animatronic like scary things. It's kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese, like a yeah, which yeah. is a thing in America. I think that's what it's based on. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically it's these like horrible like possessed cursed um, animatronics that like come up on you and you have to like watch the cameras you need to look and basically if you don't do something right you look in the wrong way this horrible um, animatronic I keep forgetting the word animatronic (laughs) animatronic thing jumps out at you and it's like it's basically a game just like centered around jump scares yes and they're like really horrible. They've got horrible like faces yeah. and teeth, and it's very similar, especially the bear. Well, yeah, it's similar in a way of those things that pop out there are like possessed weird toys, and um, they are all puppets. They are so all bad. physical effects, and there is no CGI in that scene. I think they maybe do the bear a little bit, but the bear is also real. They need to CGI the bear a little bit, yeah. But say. it's weird because I, wa- I was watching it and I was like, oh, that's a CGI bear. And then I watched the featurette and it's not a CGI bear. It's a puppet bear. And I think they use a little bit of CGI maybe to kind of make his movements a bit. But like he yeah. also, like when you see them doing the puppet bear, he- his movements are very fluid. So I don't oh, yeah. know. Maybe They're just... good puppets also. Yeah. But yeah, uh, So, okay. You want to go through the monsters that we have? So yeah, there's, there's the bear. There's um, this horrible porcelain doll owl thing is it an angel it looks like an owl they call him the the, the cherub mm, yeah a cherub makes sense yeah um and then there is um a robot there's a robot yeah um and then there's the jack-in-the-box who is the worst thing i've ever seen yeah the jack-in-the-box is pretty <laughs> it's quite something yeah. yeah the jack-in-the-box has kind of a demogorgon mouth yeah it's like uh... it's got it's like hinged in the center so it opens in the center and it's got loads of teeth Yes, it's so a very teeth. weird thing. Uh, the Jack in the Box is something quite special. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think you expect it to, to no. even pop up. Yeah, exactly. It's massive. Yeah, it's very big. It's like a it's like a very big worm kind of. Yeah, and it's I mean that kind of because you're like oh yeah that's where the bodies go. Yeah, because the the two girls get eaten. <laughs> and as did Beth, assumably Beth's in there too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's got like a porcelain face. So the, the the reason why you think there are people inside is because there are people inside the thing. That's yeah. how they make the thing. It's uh, two, I think two or three people. There's people inside. actually inside Yeah, it? yeah, that's what Whoa. I mean. They're like uh, dancers or, you know, like people oh, who do that kind of stuff. Contortionists. Within the, the puppet 
doing all the movements. Oh, so good. Yeah, that's crazy. You see them uh, kind of doing, like, in the featurette, you see them going in and doing it. And there's one main guy who's, like, the head. Yeah. And then there's two other, like, girls behind... Uh, after him kind of doing all the weird stuff that kind of looks like there are people inside because there are people inside Um, his movements are weird and janky and kind of like he he moves a little bit like a worm but it's weird and his mouth is uh, controlled Uh, that's an animatronic mouth obviously but they're real teeth like you know it's it's a real thing it's a thing that was on set it was made yeah they were looking at it it's amazing it's so good Uh, it's very good and all of those are uh, the the cherub is um, also animatronic that's why it's so chanky and weird. Mm-hmm. And it's an actual puppet they made and like they control it with a remote. Mm-hmm. And that's how it works. Uh, the robot is the same. It's an animatronic robot. And then the, the bear is a puppet. So good. It's great. They're all great. And they all fight each other, kind of. Everybody has a battle. Adam Scott fights the robot. Tony Collette fights the cherub. Uh, Linda fights the bear. And then everybody's kind of freaked out by yeah. the jacket box. And Linda kicks into like... Um mom mode oh yeah before that actually so before that great thing happens yes the owl the i I called it an owl doll but i because it looked like an which one this is the chair the chair oh okay so the chair makes a noose out of christmas lights and hangs um the mom tony collette on it I have a like hered- hangs her from it. I have a hereditary joke on that, but it's a spoiler, so I'm I haven't seen hereditary. Yeah, don't I know, so I'm not doing. Um. <laughs> but if you know what I mean, people who have seen a hereditary, ha ha, got him. So the the cherub <laughs> hangs Tony, and then that's when Linda kicks into mom mode, picks up like an axe and walks through, cuts the noose down, yeah, uh, and then goes to because she realizes that her kids are in or one of them. I think. Mm, well, Stevie, I think both Jordan. of them are in. It's just that one. One escapes. No, one's because one's not in it anymore. I think one. You see, still, still see the legs. Oh no! No, one's in it, and she chases after it, and she goes to chop it, and she's just too late. Yeah. And then one of the kids, maybe I don't know. Which oh yeah, one. it's not in yet. One is just being eaten right now, and one is kind of laying next to it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she gets, she manages to save one kid. Yeah, you see the kid's, like, legs out of the jack-in-the-box mouth while yes. it's being swallowed whole. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's great. Uh, yeah, so they fail to save that kid as well. Yeah. No, they f- no they save one kid. Well, yeah, but they fail to save the one that's being eaten. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, they don't take it out. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Uh, they do well in fighting them. Tony Collette is pretty badass adam scott is not doing so well but that's because the thing is stabbing him in the back yes just weird um <laughs> uh, yeah so they go downstairs yeah the things are literally stuck in his back yeah tony takes it out and he's like thanks honey <laughs> it's like, it's just what adam life. scott is doing very much reminds me of what nathan fillion was doing in sliver have you seen sliver no we, we should watch it one day so it's the same kind of approach where uh he is in the film but he's not scared of what's going on Adam Scott doesn't play scared at all in this film, really. Mm-hmm. He plays annoyed. He <laughs> is... It's not even overly comedic. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's comedic in the effect. But what he's doing is he's just very annoyed with everything that's happening. He sees something, he's like, oh, God. Or he's like, oh, Jesus, I have to deal with this yeah, now. He's, he's irritated. Irritated. I love this. This Good. works so well for me. I think it's funny. I think it works within the film. It doesn't break the wall. Mm-hmm. I like that he's annoyed 
And he's not like... I mean, he screams a little bit, but he seems more like it's just a nuisance to him. Like, he's just... Oh, he's so annoyed with all of this that's happening. He's like, this is my time off. Yeah, he uh, he deals with it very well. There's, like, this background of him having survival training and all that shit. But it's like, he's just... He's too good for this. I love him. <laughs> he's very funny. I think he's Bless great. me. Bless you. So, uh, Adam Scott is doing this. Anyways, they have their own little battle. They go downstairs... Um, and then you're like, okay, we're gonna have a little bit of a break before this starts again, but that's not true. No, they send the dog after the monster as though that'll work. Yeah, they send the dog after the monster because the monster's like in the walls. Uh, the dog gets eaten. Yeah, goodbye. It's like dog. people under the stairs. Yeah, they like that dog is pretty cool. The dog is dead now. Yeah, rest in peace. Too bad Rosie, I think the... his name was Rosie. She manages to kill one of the gingerbread men. Yeah, she does save um, Harold. Yeah, Howard. Howard. See, look what See? you've done. I'm sorry. That's my fault. Everything's my fault. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So now this happens. And then... Uh, While that's happening, the toys fall through the ceiling because the ceiling cracks. Yeah. And then they get attacked by the elves. I hate the elves so much. <sighs> I can't stop thinking about in. how scary they are. They are very scary and cool. They are cool as fuck. They're, I mean, they're great. I like being scared. Yeah. But they are very frightening. They are unsettling. quite frightening. They're unsettling. Unsettling's the word. They're, they're very good performers and weird mm. masks and like amazing kind of like uh, costumes. I saw how they're making the costumes in the featurette as well. And it's quite amazing. It's mm-hmm. just like a bunch of different things put together. They kept adding into it and their masks are so weird. You love masks. <sighs> I love masks. They remind me, actually, now that I think about it, it's quite like um, Return Return to Oz. Oh, like the, the sequel With to the Oz? wheelies? I haven't seen that. Okay, there's these guys, they're wheelies. They're very, they're, the opticals are very tall, but they have like wheels okay. for hands and I think Ooh. feet. And they're really, it's again, it's the Uncanny Valley thing where they're yeah. like humans, but they're yeah, fucking have wrong there, wheels yeah. on their limbs Jesus and they're Christ. so creepy. Whew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a kids film. Yeah. Well, this is kind of a kids film as no, well. It's I, guess. Not. I don't know. It's, it's got a, like it's PG for teens, so it was kind of trying to be marketed towards uh, like everybody or like you know, eh. I guess the film. I was trying to show this film to my sister for years, and she's too scared to do it. I well, think we might do it this Christmas. You can I do know. it. What's your sister's name? Uh, Blanca. Oh yeah, you told me. Yeah. You can do it, Blanca. Yeah, we might be able to do it. I think she's subscribed to the podcast. So. <gasps> Hi, Blanca. What's going on? Don't be listening. Stop listening. Bad stuff. Bad things. Don't listen to don't us. Don't listen to us. But don't listen to Mache. Don't listen to me. You can Never listen to take Abby. his advice. That's true. Because he's a man. Mm. Disgusting. True. So, and then stuff just happens. And then, like, the slasher thing, like, really starts going off. And it's, yeah, the, the film just doesn't stop until it's finished. Nope. Then, I think, who dies next? Howard na- dies next. He's being um, fucking catapulted out along so wait, the with spook- the jacket no, box. The spooky... Oh, yeah. That's amazing. So, yeah, the spooky elves arrive. They take him away. Omi is... And the, the window is open. So now, like, they're barricade and everything's gone. Yeah, everything is gone. They break through the window. I think Howard tries to uh, hold the jack in the box with his daughter inside. Yeah, I think he tries to get his daughter out. He's trying to get his daughter out. But what happens is that... The, the jack-in-the-box gets pulled back out by the elves who are taking everybody out. Yeah, yeah. And, and Howard goes with it. He's like, okay, peace. Which is an actual stunt they did. It's a real <gasps> thing that happens. Oh I God. saw it on the featurette. It's amazing. They keep talking did about David it. Did David Kochner do it? Yeah. <gasps> uh, it's crazy. Oh, no, wait. Is this was tongue guy? I think he did it. I might uh, be wrong. Anyways. It's, like it's a crazy stunt because they have to pull that thing out with somebody inside it. And oh, like, the go. contortionists are in it and everything? 
Ouchies. It's so weird. That's great. Got that one. Um, and then Omi's trying to salvage the fire. Yes. Because she's like, this is the only thing that's going to stop Krampus from coming down the fire. Because yeah. the point is, the fire needs to be lit. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, Santa, yeah. I mean, Krampus is going to burn his bum bum. Oh, yeah. At this point, I also want to note that at this point, there are so many one-liners that it's just like... Because as the as the danger goes up in this film, they also start doing like the regular 80s stuff. Mm. It's not like they don't pay... Like, they don't give that much attention to it but everybody starts throwing out one-liners at this point like, yeah uh, on dorothy has some cool lines and adam scott obviously he's doing his thing of just mm. being like very serious and annoyed it's great there's so many great lines but um yeah what happens is they leave the house yeah they leave the house they're like let's go why. um for some reason yeah they think it's a better i mean maybe because krampus is going to come into krampus the house is coming yeah. so they're like let's leave um, if we get out, we can make it here, etc. Yeah. Um, and then Omi sacrifices herself. She's yeah. like, "Bye." Yeah. So everybody leaves. I mean, everybody who's left, which is uh, um, Tom, Sarah, one of the girls. Jordan slash Stevie. I think Stevie's left. I think it's Stevie. I think it's Stevie um, Max. That's it. That's it. Everybody. And Dorothy, there. I think also. Oh, and Dorothy also dies. And Dorothy also, I think, got pulled out the yeah, window. Yeah, It's very similar out. to like Harry Potter when um. Aunt Marge. Is it yeah, Aunt Marge? Yeah. Pulls out the window. Yeah, Aunt Dorothy is also dead. Yeah, she's also dead. Anyways, so <laughs> those four go out and Omi is like left behind and she locks the door and she's like, I'm going to stay here and deal with Krampus. Yeah. And Tom doesn't take it well, but he goes. Yeah, and Max, because at first Max also isn't taking it well. Yeah. But then Omi's like, no. No. Uh, and Max and then is like, okay. Max she needs is to like, she wants to face him. And yeah. the dad, or Tom is like, frick. Yeah. And then we see Krampus going down the chimney and he's there. And what I've described him as is horrible goat Santa. He is a horrible goat Santa. Which is what Santa. he is. He looks like Santa, but if Santa lost lots of weight too quickly, yeah. so very skinny, saggy skin. He do, do you know why? Because it's actually Santa who plays him. No, because Krampus ventures. doesn't look like that. It is He has a second mouth inside his mouth. You don't really see it in the film that much, but you can see it on the featurette. So this face that he has has been taken from a different man and he's crushed it all over his face. Actually, I don't like that. It's amazing. Ugh. It's like, I, I was watching the featurette and I was like, holy shit, I can't believe this. Also, Krampus is a man inside a big robot thing controlling yeah, the man. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, you meet the guy in the featurette who's doing Krampus, who's the performer doing Krampus. Is he a nice man? Yeah, he seems very nice. He's got a little uh, TV within the Krampus that he Ooh. looks through. That's kind of like his eyes. And he uses different things to kind of control the movements. He's got like this weird legs, so he's taller. And he just kind of like, it's a man with it inside the Krampus who's controlling the Krampus. Uh, so it's, oh, it's so great. Puppets he looks are amazing. Puppets so interesting. He looks amazing. I watched something about Sesame Street recently. I love puppets. Okay. Um, it was a thing about how all the different puppet types work, and it's so yeah, interesting. It like, is. Yeah. Big Bird is like this big tall guy in a suit, and then he's got certain things in like his arms to yeah. make different things move, and like yeah. they have things to make like they're they're blinking and everything like that. It's so good. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. This is a great art, and I'm very happy that they do it in this film because it's very effective, and also like it's gonna stand the test of time. Like you're exactly. gonna watch this film in ten years, and you're still gonna be like, "Wow, Krampus looks fucking crazy." People think they they'll use CGI because it's like easier, and it's like yeah. puppets are the yeah. best. Really? And it's a dying art. That's why you can still watch like Gremlins two. Gremlins two is so impressive in terms of puppetry. It's it's quite amazing. Like Gremlins one, sure, but Gremlins two they they go to the next level with the puppets, and mm-hmm. it's really beautiful. Uh, anyways, yeah. So Krampus goes, um, and he kills her. <laughs> 
I don't remember yeah. how. He... Well, he just... I don't know. He just kills her. He just kills She's dead. So, and then the other guys are going for the snow. They're fighting the thing in the snow again, which we don't know what it is. But it kills Adam Scott. It kills... Oh, Linda's also still there. Sorry. Linda's still there. She dies right now. Uh, along with Tony Collette. <laughs> yeah, because Tom's like, you guys, or the dad is like, you guys go. Yeah. I'm going to, because he's just shooting at the snow, essentially. Yeah, he's shooting at the he's snow. He's like, you guys go get it, because yeah. they found a snow player. They're like, yeah. get in the snow player. So they're trying to go out. So it's basically just Max and uh, Stevie left, and then Stevie dies instantly once they get into the snowplow because one of the elves takes her out. Uh, I mean, she's not dead yet. They just take her. And yeah. Max is by himself, and then Krampus comes to Max. And he's like, gives him the scraps of his letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, fuck, it is my fault. And gives him the the little bell that Omi got for. And you're like, okay. And goes away. Because Krampus is like, I'm not killing that kid. That kid is being left over, just like Omi was left over before. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then he just stands in the snow and he's like, okay. And he's, he's sad. He's left as... Because they're then over that when he kind of walks away from Krampus. They, they play... Um, Omi's the thing that Omi said before which is he left me as a reminder of what happens when hope is gone yeah exactly. and then Max is like no and he says I take back my wish yeah he goes to Krampus and Krampus and the elves are having a little uh, party in the middle of they're the having snow. a grand old time <laughs> yeah, there's, a bit of a bonfire uh, yeah there's a portal to hell uh, well that's the because he throws <laughs> Max throws the bell he throw so he throws his bell and then I guess he opens the pits of hell or something. Well, no, he they, throws the bell back at Krampus. But oh, maybe. And but, that's what splits but they the ground. But but they're taking Stevie and they're throwing her into hell, right? I thought that's what the idea is. Like they they have. Stevie they're doing there. something with her, but it's it's yeah. when Max throws the bell that okay. the ground opens up. Yeah. So, anyways, Max comes and visits the Krampus party where everybody's <laughs> having a grand old time, and he's like, "I take back my wish. Fuck this. I don't care." Doesn't say fuck yeah. this. They can't say fuck in this film. They say no. it like twice. <laughs> um so and Krampus is like oh and then Ma- Max is like I take back my wish take me instead mm-hmm. I don't care bring it all back take me instead and he cries and Krampus comes over to Max and he's like oh and he touches his little tear coming down his cheek and you're like okay this is where the Christmas film comes in and now it's all gonna go back to normal and it's gonna be good yeah but then Krampus starts laughing and everybody everyone's like oh my god time. that's so funny he's crying what yeah. a freaking wimp <laughs> so that they kill they, him too well they throw Stevie in and he's like but I said take me instead and Krampus like why not both yeah and, and throws, throws him in <laughs> and you're like what the fuck am I watching what is this fucking film and this fucking film is uh, yeah it's a it's a very it's very old school fairy tale in that sense of danger and that sense of moral just like like there's no way to take this back like this is done like, yeah they're fucked they did this thing now they have to live with it and yeah it's disturbing it's very much grim style kind of uh cruel tragic. morality tragic yeah. thing yeah so yeah so max falls down the thing uh and then he wakes up and it's like oh it's the 25th and he opens his advent calendar it's the yeah. 25th yeah, it's the 25th. The filter on this is like an Instagram kind of dreamy filter thing uh-huh. <laughs> happening right away. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and he goes down and everybody's there for Christmas and they're opening presents. They're and all getting along. Time. They're all getting along. It's a good time. And uh, yeah, they're giving presents because it's Christmas morning and Max gets a present and he opens the present and ooh, it's the bell that says Krampus. Oh, spooky. Oh, no. 
And that's where the original ending kind of cut it off. They, well, what happens is that everyone looks at it and looks at each other and they're all like, oh... Well, that's in this ending, right? In this, the, yeah. the, the ending that's in the film, he takes it out and people acknowledge it. And Tony Collette looks at it, it's like, oh. And it's like she remembers, kind of, mm-hmm. and Adam Scott does the same. And they kind of Basically, everyone is remembering. Yeah, everybody's remembering. And then it zooms out. And then the camera zooms out and it turns out they're in like a little snow globe inside like Krampus's basement or whatever yeah yeah where there's loads of different snow globes with different families and different houses i guess who i guess are condemned to live with their families forever (laughs) on christmas (laughs) which is i guess what max's wish was (laughs) it's quite an ambivalent ending for a film that's so simple and then there's a five nights at freddy's jump scare and then where the all end, the toys yeah, well, come into the frame and they scare you and you're like Ugh! just pretty funny which is combination CGI and stuff which is yeah, also pretty cool looks like it uh, but um, yeah but that's a pretty weird ending for a film like this yeah uh, because you don't really know what happened I think it's just like yeah Max wished to, for everything to be as before and Krampus in his weird jokester way was like okay then I'm just gonna put you in this snow globe where you live for Christmas live forever. forever yeah uh, which is kind of how it feels like to me the original ending is, I mean... The was ending, the other one the original I don't ending? know, I think they changed it. Yeah, it definitely looks like that, because this one, there's a lot more CGI. When you see the camera zooming out, I'm pretty sure that's a digital effect, and then everything that's happening in the Krampus thing, it's very detached from anything else in the film. Yeah. I think it was created, in a, I don't know, on the green screen or whatever. They did it somehow, so it feels added a little bit to me. It feels like they did the first version of the ending, and then they were like... Mm. Yeah, which I understand because I don't like what, that one. Yeah, the alternate one is basically that only Max remembers. Yeah, only Max. It's more normal Christmas kind of thing of oh, it was. It was a dream. Kind of a dream. You can't end a film yeah. like that. Yeah, so Krampus kind of doesn't do that. Does that a little bit, but then doesn't. And uh, yeah, I quite like that ending. I think it's fun. Mm. And um, uh, okay, that's Krampus. That's Krampus. It's fun. Great film. Fun time. I feel Good like times. I could maybe convince my sister to watch it. Yeah, maybe. Might be into it. Adam Scott is in it. She definitely loves Adam Scott, right? Yeah. Everybody loves Adam Scott. I don't no? think I've seen him in much. What? This. What I know who he Rick? is. I haven't really seen Parson Rick. What? I've seen episodes. What? But not all of it. Adam Scott is one of the treasures of today's comedy world. I think he's wonderful. What Second a great to man. me. Uh, yes. Naturally. So, uh, yeah, good times. I think a lot of the charm of this film is just because of how well made it is how much attention is put into the effects and the creatures the actors are great the actors are it's great a wonderful cast the kids are all great as well like. yeah and i think it's like you know you don't have to be that original to make a fun kind of good film good horror film mm-hmm. uh because it's you know it's very definitely has a throwback vibe mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything that's like so out there or that you haven't seen before but it's yeah. so well made and definitely made with heart and everybody had a good time and you, i don't know it's it's great i think yeah. it's a great time it's like spooky home alone well i don't think it has that much home alone but it's uh it's like spooky home alone okay it's like spooky home alone <laughs> spooky, spooky home, alone. home alone. someone save kevin he's in danger wet bandits Joe Pesci. He's an actor in a film and he has a lot of films. So, Abby, you got Krampus. Yeah. The film Krampus. Have you seen yeah. it? I have seen it, yeah. Seen I the think. film Krampus? I think so. Seen the film Krampus? That's good. I have seen the film Krampus and it was good. Great. Perfect. So, now that you've seen the film Krampus, yes. I have a, a task for you. Yes. 
Fuck, hard kill. Krampus, go. Okay, frick. Um, I think I would fuck... I think, um... Sarah, Tony Collette. Just because she's the best. Yeah, she's She's wonderful. Yeah. Um, And then I would haunt um, Aunt Dorothy. Ooh, why? She's horrible. Well, but... Well, yeah. Um, (laughs) I guess she is. (laughs) How would you haunt her? Um, Just, uh... Just haunt her. That's not part of the game. Okay, sorry. I would haunt her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who would you kill? I would kill. Hmm. I would kill Derek because drugs are not cool. Yeah, yeah, Derek. You be careful with he's that bomb. Much, he's pretty much the reason everyone died. Uh, sure. Because of Beth. Because yeah, he was smoking. Uh, the reefer. The reefer. Disgusting can't believe that cause of so many deaths mm-hmm. around the world so many endless oh. now Mache yeah it's me Krampus Krampus it's film. a film yes it was made in 2015 yes directed and written by Michael Doherty do you know oh by, by the way Michael Doherty have you seen Trick or Treat that's his previous film no very good recommended he also made the new Godzilla film which I haven't seen okay never interrupt me again Mache yes Krampus Krampus film fuck honk kill fuck honk kill yes that's the game so my fuck is complicated <clears throat> oh well um, often well when I started writing my notes my first note for this film is I will probably fuck Adam Scott anyway that's <laughs> the first thing I wrote down <laughs> but I changed my mind and okay. I'm not fucking Adam Scott oh I will fuck uh Alison Tolman or Linda. Linda? Interesting. Linda. I will fuck her. I have such a thing for Alison Tolman. Okay. No, in this film, yes, a little bit. I like it when she gets like crazy and gets the axe and goes full rampage mode. I'm into mm-hmm. it. Um, crampage. Yeah, crampage. <laughs> I love it. But I don't know. I think Alison Tolman is just sexy in a very, like, a way that really speaks to me. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. She's got this thing going for her. And I'm like, every time I see her, I'm like, ooh, mm. I like she's it. She's got an edge. Yeah, she's got a nice. She's like she's. I think everything I've seen her in, all of two things, um, she's kind of plays like the mom. Yes. Like the homely mom, yeah. but she's actually a bit insane. She's got this like Edgy. she's got this calmness to it to her. Mm-hmm. I think she seems very well, like put together. <laughs> like she's got her shit together. You mm-hmm. know that's kind of. But then there's like this thing. Yeah, you're right. She's this powerful. Thing. Yeah, she's powerful. Oh, that's pretty sexy. I like mm-hmm. that. Okay. So I'm gonna fuck her, but also I was watching the the featurette. And there was a costume lady I saw there, and her name was Flo Foxworthy, and she was very, uh, quite amazing. She was doing the Krampus costume, so uh, Flo, Flo, if you if you're listening, Fox. give me a call. You can't fuck the costume lady. <clears throat> that's an extra one. That's just a, that's no, a no. That's an extra allowed. note to the. That's an extra note to the game. Uh, my 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 choice is Alison Tolman. I think she has red name. hair. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that's in New Zealand. Did she have a New Zealand accent? Yeah, she oh, got okay, the sexy fair. accent. That's I was fair. Into enough, it. Yeah. yeah, she was great. And yeah. she, you know what? She gave at some point. She gave Krampus a kiss, and I was like, <gasps> "Lucky Krampus." <laughs> Lucky boy. <laughs> Lucky boy, Krampus. But if, if Krampus can find love with this face that he stole from another man, maybe there's hope for me. Just steal someone's face. Yeah, maybe I should steal somebody else's face and put it on my face. The mask. That's what the mask is about. <laughs> oh, that's what the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is about. 
At least mask the second one. Texas Chainsaw. Mask. About creating your own mask, you know. We all create our own mask mm. every day on social media. Exactly. Well, I don't <laughs> use a lot of social media. Get woke, kids. No, I'll do it in real life. Yeah. Anyways, who are you going to haunt? As a serial killer. Uh, I'm, I'm haunting uh, a Howie Jr. Yeah, fair. Because he needs to learn about life. Mm. I want to haunt him with visions of food and mm. things that are, you know, his personal demons. So that he <laughs> learns and goes forward with his life and learns to speak. Because mm, yeah, I yeah. think he'd be good for him. He'd benefit from yeah, that. He'd yeah, he'd benefit for that. Uh, so I'm haunting him and I'm going to kill uh, the gingerbread man because I don't care. You need eat it. Yeah. That's a good way. Mm-hmm. Tasty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have some cookies we can have right now. Uh, once we're finished with the podcast, once Ha-ha. we're finished with the job. You've got no podcast, you fucking nerds. Just telling me. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is the future version of Mache speaking. I broke the space-time continuum to uh, bring you this special message. Um, During the recording of the Krampus episode, we failed to mention what's coming next week. Um, Maybe you've noticed, hopefully you didn't notice, but we recorded a big bunch of episodes before this Christmas period uh, so that you, our wonderful listener, doesn't have any sort of long break between episodes because me and Abby are not really seeing each other for yeah, pretty much a month. So we recorded a bunch of episodes, and uh, yeah, during Krampus we just weren't sure what's coming next. So I'm just here to let you know what's coming. Uh, next week, you can tune in on, on New Year's Day, January 1st, to listen to us talking about a different Christmas film, Better Watch Out. Um, I like that film a lot. You can find it on iTunes, you can rent it. I think there's a... There's a physical copy out there as well. Um, so if you're interested, have a watch. Hope you enjoy it. And then tune in next week, where, wherever you're listening to this, to listen to us talk bullshit about that thing this time. So I'll see you there. Happy Christmas. Back to the podcast. Magic. You'll see us next week for an episode. Well, you won't see it. It's a fucking podcast, you losers. See you. Hear you. Let's talk to you soon. Whatever's going to happen. For the podcast next time. Have a great Christmas, everybody. Yeah, enjoy your Christmas. Check us out at uh, fhkpodcast.com. Maybe I'll post a picture of my ham. Ooh, that'd be great. On Instagram. What's the Instagram handle? Um, Our Instagram (laughs) handle is fhkpodcast. Go follow us and look at pictures we post. <laughs> and Abby does shit there. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's happening. Follow us, like. Uh, thank you to uh, the Lord for, for being born. For being born. Uh, happy birthday, man. Yeah. Um, thank you to Jim Carrey for sponsoring this episode again. Thank you to Jim Carrey for again. sponsoring this good friend. I love Jim Carrey. Friend thank of the you. Podcast. Friend of the podcast. Uh, thank you to Megan for creating the logo. And for being a nice person. Thank you to Blanca. Thank you to Blanca for, for also following. being a sister. Yes, for another being another different sister. Thank you to my other sister Maria. She also was supposed to subscribe. Thank you. Supposed uh, to. Supposed to. I don't know if she did it. Thank you to James. Thanks to Sarah. Um, Thanks to Sonia. Thank you to uh, me and you. 
Thanks to Mache. Thanks to Abby. I'm thankful. <laughs> That's a different fucking holiday. Thanks to all of our friends. And uh, remember, kids. The Alamo. Bye. 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 <laughs>